Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today. I am very excited about our lineup today. We have a great lineup of guests. Before I get into that, I want to remind you that you can go to ExitCoachRadio.com on your computer, and you can look in our Listen section and look at our audio library. We've got over 600 600 interviews in that library, and they're categorized by over 35 different file folders. So you can go deep on a specific topic or just start listening to people or even put in an advisor's name that you know and listen to them. Remember, it's the, uh, the audio library at ExitCoachRadio.com. Also, from your mobile phone, you can listen at ECR, that's for Exit Coach Radio, ECRmobile.com. My first guest today is a very interesting individual. Um, Carrie Sauls from the This Way Out Group LLC. I love the name of the company. Now, now let me let me tell you an unpleasant truth. Someday you're going to leave your company and you're not going to come back. Someday that's going to happen. Just like a lot of days in your life when you've done something and you don't go back, it's going to happen with your company. Now it may be voluntary, it may be otherwise, but you need to plan for it. And that's what Carrie Sauls does. Carrie is actually uh, a founding member of the Mid Market Alliance a sister organization to the AM and 8A group uh, in, uh, in the Boston in the, in the Northeast area. And he's on the board of the exit, or she's on the board of the Exit Planning Exchange in Boston. Uh, and carries in the business of early exit planning for owners of private and family-run businesses. She's going to talk about early exit planning incre- and how it increases your value, what you need to be doing now to get ready for that well in advance. Carrie, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us today. been so near and dear to my heart as well as yours. Carrie, could you say that last phrase one more time, not because I want to hear it again, but because I didn't have the switch turned on properly. I want to make sure we get it on the air for everybody. Oh, thank you for having me on the show, Bill, because we're talking about something that is so near and dear to both your heart and mine. We both love small business owners and, and business owners in general. It's just an affliction. <laughs> but you know what? It's 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 just... A passion, isn't it? When you see how how important they are to our economy and, and what risk takers they are, and it's just a shame to see that they don't sometimes think of the right planning things that they need to think of, and it's a shame to see their lives work sometimes go up in smoke. Um, Carrie, tell us about you and your background and how you started this way the the This Way Out Group LLC. Oh, Bill, you just really um, focused in exactly on why I had to start the business because we have so many business owners that we've done a great job of helping them start a business or grow a business, but we've never helped them or even forewarned them that they were going to have to invest time, money, and resources to actually maximize the value of that business so that they could cash out on their terms and on their timeline. 
And for me, with This Way Out group, it was coming out of decades of working with business owners, both on the technical side for one decade and on the strategy side for another decade, and seeing that everyone only had short-term time horizons, and they were shortchanging themselves, their families, and their futures by not being more strategic about the long-term and what they wanted as an outcome from their business. So in 2009, I formed This Way Out group, and we have a number of people that are under our umbrella helping us to reach even more business owners now, the idea being that owners, if we start exit planning early in the process of building their business, growing their business, then every step they take is aligned with the end game that they have in mind, whether they want to scale, they want someone in the family or in their management team to succeed them, or they want to cash out to a third party. All of those are far better options than letting the business Um, be shuttered because they didn't have a plan or even worse because of their death, divorce or departure that the business can't survive without them. So that's where this way out group came from. Beautiful. I love it. And I love the name of it too. It really, because it is, there, there are many paths, like you mentioned, there are many paths out and sometimes the path that you choose isn't the path that you have to deal with. Like uh, situations that I'm dealing with now where a friend of mine passed away suddenly and now we're we're wishing we had started much earlier on this planning path. And, you know, a lot of business owners, Carrie, are saying, I'm so busy growing and running the business. How do I have time for this? And why should I start all this planning now? What do you tell them? And that's a common statement because nobody ever told them they were ever going to have to do this planning. And yet, if you start early exit planning, it helps to increase the success of any transaction and transition. It gives mostly more power and leverage to the selling business owner that no one is ever giving them, whether it's the middlemen or the buyers. They don't get that from them. This is a process that helps put more leverage on your side of the table. But along the way, instead of just operating the business, you're actually maximizing the value of that business. And even more importantly, it positions you when you're going through a transaction. Instead of accepting what they offer at two to three times as a multiple of the value of your business, you can command six, seven, and more multiples of that valuation because of what you've built for someone else to be able to see that it's an attractive opportunity for them, not just for you, but that they want to be able to take it even farther. And when you can be talking about taking away or commanding 6 or 7x instead of only two times your earnings. It changes the ball game. It changes your mindset of what drives you to make this an even better business for today. I, I, that's a great statement, great statement. And I was going to say, you know, in real estate, they say curb appeal is so important. But in businesses, it's, the, it's what's happening on the inside. It's what's happening with the processes and systems and the people and how they all interact to, become, to create efficient operations and, and transferability and profits, right? Absolutely. And those are things that you can clean up or really add value in the last six months when you're in the midst of that transaction. These are things that take what I say is at least three to five years to clean up and set up and really have strong and being able to have track records, not just on the accounting side, not just with internal due diligence, but also track measures of where are the value drivers in your business over time. 
you have to set those up and then you have to track and measure them to be able to demonstrate that value. The added benefit of doing that all along the way is that they're now tangible by taking intangibles that have been part of your core values or even processes and you've put them on paper that can be measured and suddenly when you have a, a an appraiser come in to value your business, there's something that they can actually put a tangible number on immediately. And when you've been doing that all along the way, then when you actually have a live buyer who's coming to the table, it's not your first go-around. And you've been through the process before. You've got your numbers. You've got baselines and then building on those baselines that you can come up with a far stronger minimum value for your business that can't be nickel and dime down after that letter of intent. It positions you as the owner much stronger in any negotiation now to my listeners do you hear the wisdom that's coming from carrie she is she's she knows what she's doing here you can just tell everything you're saying carrie is so spot on and just perfect tell us what uh, three simple steps owners and of private and family-run businesses what are three steps they could take right now I get asked that question a lot, Bill, and my whole premise is to tell people there's a lot you can do now even before you hire an exit strategist or anyone else to help you with this whole process. And the first is to start planning, doing your contingency planning for the business and for you. What if something happened to you? What if I go through the five Ds, and people have heard some of these before, what if it was your death, your divorce, your disability, and you're in the hospital for six months. Who's going to run the business? What if you have a disagreement with your partner? What if you actually had a key member of your management team who departed the business? How can you keep going? What's walked out the door? What is not there? If you can at least have those agreements verbalized and even informally put on paper between the key members of your team, Later on, you can go to the attorney to have it formalized, and then you can fund any of these contingencies if you need the insurance to protect you. But if you can have those agreements set up while everybody is happy and things are striving and growing and everyone knows what you're trying to go for and aligned, it's so much easier to have that laid out up front so that any of those contingencies that come along, you at least have a game plan of where you're, what you're going to do. My second idea is that you need to identify the value gap that exists right now between your business and what you will need moving forward beyond the business. Your wealth advisor can give you some formulas and take you through some scenarios to see what that could be like that you can then backtrack into what you're doing with the business. Again, both of these are things that don't cost you a dime to do. And my third one, Laura, start thinking about what are you going to do beyond the business because if you don't have that reinvention game plan in mind before you get to the transaction, sorry to say, owners intentionally or unintentionally end up sabotaging most of those deals so the deals implode three years after the deal has been made, and you want to prevent that. So that means planning your reinvention so that you have something even more compelling pulling you forward beyond the business instead of turning around regretting what you just let go of. So those are my three things that people can actually start working on right now that are invaluable in this whole exit planning arena. Absolutely invaluable and just right on. Uh, I hope our listeners are taking notes because I am. Uh, again, it was the contingency plan, the five Ds, death, divorce, disability, disagreement, departure, uh, the value gap. Find out what your value gap is. Life. What's your life going to look like after business? A lot of exit planning groups tell us 
it's so important to know what you're moving to so that you don't go back. You don't slip backwards or sabotage the deal like you said. Carrie, great, great, great tips. And I've heard you have the ability to help business owners maximize the value of their business and position them with greater leverage regardless of whether they want to cash out in three years or three decades. So how does that work? That's my formula. We have a four-step exit strategy framework. And when you lay that out, it means that every decision you're making in the business, whether you're just going after growth and value now or you're aiming for a specific exit date, that every decision can be checked in with this framework and you won't make the buying mistakes. You won't be distracted by the new shiny objects. You won't go down a rat hole because every decision is going to be tied to your end game. You make better decisions with incomplete information, even if there's higher risk, but you can make them more efficiently, more productively, knowing that they're tied to where you want to end up. The four steps are the first, it's all about planning. And the more you plan, the better prepared you are. But just because you have a plan doesn't mean you're going to get there. My second step is staging, and that's staging you and the business to be ready for the end game, to be ready for what comes next. And that's where you're really trying to demonstrate that the value is now in the business, not just in you as the owner, that you're not the only rainmaker, that you're not the only one who can sign the checks, all of these things that you want the business to be a turnkey operation before you have any outside buyers take a look at it. The third step is driving that process because you can get all the right advisors around you for a transaction, but if that team is not playing nice in your sandbox as the owner, the deal will implode, and it's harder and harder to get the deal done, and it always will be compromising what you take away from that deal. So what we do is facilitate all of your exit advisors to ensure everybody's on your page achieving your objectives. But then we don't stop there, and our fourth step is what you achieve beyond the business because if you don't have that clear reinvention plan ready to go that you've already tested and you are on fire for where you're going, that's the fourth step that's going to be key that all of this fits together and it was the right thing for you to move beyond this business in, at this time. And that's where we're testing your reinvention plan and having being sure that you execute it beyond the transaction and we stay with you to do that. And that's why we call it a framework for everything else that you're trying to do in the business and beyond. Now, uh, a lot of these, uh, the four-step formula of planning, staging, driving, reinventing, all brilliant overviews. Uh, I would imagine that in the planning and the staging somewhere in there, you're talking about this, the transferability, the processes, the systems, the people, the job descriptions, all that kind of thing. Is that where that comes in? That's where all of that comes in. It's looking at the business as a whole. It's looking at every area of the business. Where can we add value? Where do we need to look at the role rather than at the individual? What are we doing financially in terms of bringing more to the bottom line? Are we hoarding our cash? Are we reinvesting it in the business? Or are we taking it out of the business? And there's no right or wrong. It's just a matter of what are the decisions and the criteria for those decisions that are determining what you're doing with the growing resources that you're building in the business. If you recognize that you've only been working in this channel, but to be an ideal acquisition for your target acquirer, they would like to see how um, the opportunities you can bring them, whether it's in different geographic regions or in diff different demographic markets or even in different um, 
international markets. If you need to do that to demonstrate that you can bring more value or more opportunity, that all has to be done over the years leading up to a transaction so that if you go through a formal auction, they're going to see that you are so ideal for them that they will ratchet up the multiples that they're willing to pay because they see the opportunity for them to grow this business even further. That That's just one simple example. Now, Carrie, you are the hallmark of a professional in this in this profession, and, and the reason I say that is because I can tell that you know you're taking what is a very can be a very complex and daunting um, planning process, and you break it down into these these steps so people can realize, okay, I, I see there's four there's four steps to the formula. I get it. There's three things I should be doing right now. It, you're you're making it easy for people to take a little bit of action, which leads to more action. And a lot of people will come in and say, exit planning, it's too expensive, it's too overwhelming, I don't have time, and there's too much to it. So it, what's the first, what's the biggest stumbling block to people taking action right now? Fear of the unknown, because nobody ever educated them that this was something they were going to have to do. This is not optional. That's what people don't know yet and I can't blame owners because nobody ever told them before it's not their fault it's the industry that we have not well educated them that there's a lead time before you need to go into the transaction and when you use that lead time you will be um, in a position to be have much more control of the outcomes that you get to choose so you know, one of the things that I really want people to think about up front is don't give away the value of your business meaning if a private equity group comes calling, you don't answer their questions up front. You immediately protect yourself by saying, my business is not for sale. You pepper them with questions and be in control of the, the whole conversation before you decide that you consciously do want to give them any information. And in the same vein, if you're thinking, well, maybe I should talk to my biggest competitor. Maybe he would acquire me. What would my business be worth if he bought me? You're giving away the store if you do that. To me, if the Business owners do it all the time. I have people that they talk to me and then they go do that anyway and they come back to me and say, yeah, they weren't going to buy me. They they didn't think there was enough here for them of extra value. Or then they go into the market and because they've given away all this information to their competitors, everyone else knows what they're worth and only offers them a, a percentage of what they could have received from the marketplace before then. So you know, you don't need to give away your value. And then... You know, as I've already alluded to, you do need to have an integrated plan. You must have a plan that pays attention to you and your future, pays attention to your company and your employees and the corporate culture that you've built and what you want that legacy to be. It needs to pay attention to your family and the 100-year security of that family because those of us who are retiring in our 60s, baby boomers, we've got another three and four decades of active living before we slow down to the golf cart or the rocking chair. And we, to do that, we need to be paying attention now to our financial future that can support that vision of where we want to be, where we want to take the family, what we want our reinvention experience to be like. Fantastic, fantastic, Carrie. I, I'm, we're, we're running out of time, and I want to make sure we, we talk about your book. So you have a book called Harvest Your Wealth that's available on Amazon, right? That's right. And, Harvest uh, Your Wealth. Go ahead. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. Harvest Your Wealth really came out of what I wasn't seeing owners know or do. So it's just a plethora of 
checklists and questions and to-do lists for owners that are in bite-sized pieces so that you can just read two or three pages and that's an assignment and you can go do it or you can start asking other people to help you collect that information in tangible little bite-sized pieces. As you were alluding to earlier, Bill, this is a big job and you can't do it all at once, but in bite-sized pieces you really can handle it. The home study course grew out of that, providing the workbook and the audio materials to expand on the book so that you have a place to collect and record all of those ideas and all of this information, making you that much better prepared for the actual process with your your intermediaries that they're going to say, okay, we need to build your book. Well, guess what? We've already, at least in a handwritten form, we've collected all that information, which means you're going to be a better client for them. They can do a better job for you commanding much higher multiples of a higher valuation. Wonderful information. Um, Carrie, you, you are welcome back anytime. Anytime. Uh, we've got a lot more to cover at some point because uh, but you really gave us such a great overview, and you you taught us so much in the last 20 minutes. I really want to thank you for coming onto the show and welcome you to come on anytime. How can our listeners get in touch with you? Uh, what's your website besides your books? The website is the name of the company, thiswayoutgroup.com. And on the homepage, there are a number of free offers right there that I encourage people to really use because it's all free information that they, they need to know now. I'm going to go there and check it out myself, thiswayoutgroup.com. Again, Carrie Sauls from uh, This Way Out Group, LLC. Carrie, thanks so much for joining us, and join us again sometime. I, uh, will you please and, and come back and tell us more? Thank you so much, Bill. It's been a, and I'd love to come back and talk to you more. All right. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this, though, so stay with us and, uh, listen, and, and wait for our next guest. Thank you. Business owners, if you came back from lunch and there was a resignation letter on your desk, which employee would you really, really not want it to be from? What are you doing to prevent this from happening? At Exit and Retirement Strategies, we design plans that attract, motivate, and retain key employees. For a free consultation, call Bill Black, the Exit Coach, at 866-370-3774. Call today. Does thinking about what will happen to your business if you're gone keep you awake at night? Will you get the price you need from your business to carry you through retirement? The BEI Network of Exit Planning Professionals is the world's leading advisor network with the power to help business owners transition out of business on their own timeline and terms. Ask your most trusted advisor to create a BEI plan for you or visit us at ExitPlanning.com. That's ExitPlanning.com. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 